All right, all right, settle down. Settle down, I say. Well, I see there's more of you tonight than yesterday. Do not think that means that you can be talking while I'm talking. And do not worry, I'll fill you in on all the important details as we go along. So, you want to hear what comes next, huh? Well, well I've said before, and I'll say again, this be the darkest part of our journey. What we, the Rowdy Boys, faced changed the course of history, shifted nations, and revealed divine secrets to the world of Anu. We had left Trayland, journeyed across the Chasm Sea, captured werewolves, slain Windigo, and watched our friend be possessed by a crazy blood demon. We then found ourselves beyond the eastern reach at the mercy of the Vatican armies with Alastair in chains, Leon at death's door, Ayas a prince, Telnius a one-armed bishop, Rory a foreign god, and me, Kaloon, an unwilling soldier. Uh, Let me warn you all now, especially you wee ones. Do not make decisions with anger in your heart. It only leads to suffering. Well, enough of that. After eight long months of winter and beyond him, there was no spring in sight. So we joined up with the Vatican forces on their march to Avondal, where we were once greeted as heroes, and where Rory had lost someone dear to his heart. Of course, the Rowdy Boys wanted peace between the Vatican and the Trailenders. But no lasting peace comes without war. The ice upon the surface of Loch Kay or the Last Lake is broken by the ice cutter, installed on the hull of a familiar ship moving quickly westward through the waters. Above the cutter is the figurehead, and roped down to this wooden post is a nude man's body, the wailing body of Alastair Popkin. As the ship passes, the words, the naked lord, appear on the port side. Certain masculine features have been added to the crude image below. Upon the main deck of the Naked Lord stands Queen Reyna, surrounded by barbaric guards, her blonde hair blowing in the winter wind. Captain Abram is steering the ship and leading the charge of 50 Varrican ships. All of them are packed with shield maidens and warriors whose fiery hair is a contrast to the whites and blues around them. The backdrop to their fleet is the Eastern Reach, a snowy mountain range. They've just exited the hollow mountain, making their way swiftly toward their destination, which lay ahead of them at the mouth of the Avanova River. It is Avondal, the last lathe of Trayland. Though it is springtime, snowbanks still surround this small city. To an observer, one would discern that it would be the peak of winter, not its end. The strange elongated season has not wavered the Varrican people from their mission. They seek peace with the Trailenders, but are prepared for battle 
should the parleys fail. As the ships arrive at the coast, the naked lord docks just before the bridge that lays frozen over the Avanova. The rest of the Varican fleet remain amongst the broken ice floating on the last lake. The walls of Avondal are lined with soldiers, their arrows drawn, and their lack of fear hinting at the massive forces behind them. The northern gate of the city, which stands at the southern end of the bridge, remains shut as Reyna is escorted down the gangway. There is a palpable tension in the air, felt by both Trailenders and Varrican. They all hold their breath as they look out over the edge, the edge of war. Reyna commands for the Lord to be released and brought before the gate. He is slowly, but not gently, lowered to a group of shield maidens below. Reyna speaks. She has on furs and leather armor. A runic axe hangs at her side, the blue and black war paint accenting her piercing glare. I wish to parley with General Tarek. Tell him I have their Lord Protector Alistair, and am here to barter for his life. One of the soldiers shouts behind him into the unseen market square. A few moments pass as the general makes his way to the top of the wall. A figure with a silver shield and helmet arrives. His breastplate is crested with the golden antlers of the Stag's order. Raina, you've certainly changed as dramatically as the weather. What is the meaning of your treason? Tarek shouts down, vapor appearing at his mouth with every syllable. It is more a reveal than a betrayal, as I was born a princess of the Varrican people and have now taken my lot as queen over these lands, the lands you are currently trespassing on. You speak as if you want to fight, Reyna. <laughs> you know that won't end well for your new kinfolk. Alistair musters up his energy while covering his privates with his bound hands. His chest heaves with his breath. He's shaking and turning a shade of blue. Tarek, allow the parley. I need clothes and desire freedom. Please d d do not tempt her. She does not fear b b b bloodshed. Quiet, prisoner, Reyna screams. Tarek, I wish to discuss these treaties signed by our former kings. I desire justice for my people and peace in these lands. She takes out papers from decades ago. Answer now. Will you parley? Tarek looks from Reyna to the fleet behind her, hears the grunts of her guards, sees the axes and spears. Then he looks to Alistair. We've already got a new Lord Protector. Prince Ethan is set to arrive in three months with reinforcements. Lord Alistair is but a pawn now. We do not make deals with barbarians. Tarek, you f f fool! You have no idea what you're unleashing! Alistair screams as he's hit and drops to his knees. Uh -uh. Reyna speaks. This is your last chance. Either sit with us and discuss the fate of my people and this prisoner, no matter his rank, or prepare for an onslaught like you've never witnessed in your pitiful existence. 
Tarek steps back a bit. Alistair is on the verge of wetting himself. Reyna rolls up the treaties and places them back in their case. Her shield maidens put a hand over their weapon's hilts. Hmm. All right, Tarek finally says. Let them in. I wish to parlay. Reyna nods. The gates open. She, her guards, the Lord Protector, all make it into the gates of Avondal. And as the gates are closing, a slew of Trailender soldiers attack the Varrican guards. They wrestle Alistair free, and he cries out, Take her alive! as they release his bonds. Reyna reaches for her axe. Her hand is stopped by General Tarek. She grabs his face with her free hand and casts shocking grasp. Lightning springs from her fingers, and with her now freed hand, she brings an axe into his neck. A large Varrican woman, Jarl Erika, screams from outside the gates, but the gates are closed before she can enter to defend her queen. Reyna is captured, and she is pulled away by the Trailender soldiers. As this is done, she releases a chromatic fire orb 90 feet into the air. It soars into the gray skies and explodes bright as a firework. The Varrican ships move to dock and make siege on Avondal. Three barrels are catapulted from behind the walls of the city. Their wicks are burning fast. One of them lands amongst a crew of Varrican, and before the shield maidens can remove it, it explodes, taking down their ship. The war for Varahim has begun. Commander Leon lowers his eyeglass. He stands on top of a snowbank at the southern shore of the last lake. He's been watching unseen from out of the forest. He's only 60 feet from the southern gates of Avondale, seemingly unattended by the Trailender forces. He's just watched as a spell soared into the air and exploded. Though it is cold outside, he's shirtless, and pink scars are on his torso, breaking away his dark skin. A necklace of bear claws hangs at his chest, and his beard and hair are overgrown. A black and silver sword hangs on his back. Nametaker is ready to do his bidding. He slides down the back side of a snowbank, landing in front of the hidden Varrican forces. There's at least 300 more soldiers lying in wait. At the front of them are a small group of men, a half-elf with white hair and strange eyes, a human cleric with a warhammer for an arm, a buff halfling with an eagle tattoo on his chest, and a half-dwarf with red hair and beard. They're all wearing furs and jewelry of the Varrican people, their gray cloaks now made white by the winter wolf pelts. All right, boys. That was the signal. You motherfuckers ready? Aye. Language. 
I was born ready. <laughs> I, I am. All right, let's do this. Leon turns to a Goliath of a Varrican man. He wields a great club and stands next to a massive bear mount. Wait until these gates are open, no matter what. Berserker Uba spits on the ground. You're trailing the skeeter. Better be quick. Leon nods and turns to you four. Rowdy boys, on me. He begins the handshake. (laughs) Spirit fingers. fingers, Jellyfish. Lick the nostril. I smell something rowdy in the air. Yeah! Holy shit. Uh, it is season time. two and we can never get it right. That is so good. But that was the best one, though. We've had six months to practice and we finally got it pretty close. That was Almost. the closest we've ever I smell gotten. something yeah. feeling rowdy in the air. I'm smelling God all of bless. these. All right, back into it. The Rowdy Boys, with Commander Leon, now an official Rowdy Boy, begin to approach Avondal from the south, and they have their white wolf pelt gray cloaks on, practically invisible within the snow. Everyone, roll me stealth with advantage. What'd you guys get? 16. 21. 28. 15. Damn. Awesome. You guys are not spotted as you make your way closer and closer through the tree lines and the snow to the southern gate of Avondale. As you guys are making your way north, you can catch a glance of the chaos that is at the northern end of Avondale. Like many many yards away from you uh and within the the last lake you see the ships appearing you see the small explosions of these barrels being launched from the city but you guys make it to the wall of avondal this is a way that you guys have approached before oh can i ask is it because you said leon slid down and there's a there's hundreds of people right Mm -hmm. are all of them charging forward or just us just the rowdy boys it'll be enough that's all they need. More than enough, exactly. No, they probably won't. We'll, we'll need just their enough. Help. We'll need their help. <laughs> you just quickly whistle to them. <laughs> <laughs> you guys make it to the um, to the walls at the southern end. There is a large mound of snow next to you. Everyone, give me perception checks. Nat twenty six fifteen. Ned one. <laughs> Mo- most of you are very focused on the mission. Kowloon, for some reason, you look to the side and you recall parking a very specific type of wagon at the southern gate of Avondale. Okay. This giant snow mound is actually covering the Alfrahim slavers wagon that you guys took from the Varrican camp to Avondale. Now, remind me, is there anything that we left there? Like, is there anything... Of importance about this wagon? No, it was. Lit- you guys kind of ditched the wagon. Okay. It's a little bit off the trail, and you kind of you kind of just put it next to the trees. And probably once winter started, nobody really paid. Oh, we, and we it. actually did that too, right? You're not just yeah. saying, yeah, yeah. So I, I, mean, I don't just make shit up. I mean, I make all the shit up, but the, you know what I mean. Yeah. So I kind of nudged the the rowdy boys closest to me. I was like, "Hey, boys, look at that over there. Isn't that our old wagon? Oh yeah, it is. Yeah, we the one we took after we fought the feckless five. Five. All right, let's keep going. Five. Four. <laughs> Feckless four. <laughs> he's not. He's not our numbers guy. Yeah. I'm, I'm the numbers yeah. guy. <laughs> Commander Leon is standing. Good job, Roy. Commander Leon is standing closer to the uh, to the wall. He motions to you guys. Guys, guys, try to keep it down. A and B, come over here. As we slowly walk over, I'm like, 
We didn't leave the horse there too, did we? <laughs> There's oh. a horse skeleton like, right next to it. There's a smaller no. mound right in oh, front of it. <laughs> no, it's just a hill. It's just a small hill okay. of dirt. Oh, the grave not. of the horse. <laughs> you guys make it over to Commander Leon. You look down. There is a grate uh, entering into the sewers of Avondal. Um, he he motions up to Roy. Hey, can you give me a hand with this? Yeah. Give me a strength check. Ooh. 19 good plus thing. strength. Yeah. Yeah. Good thing because Commander Leon gets it half like with his uh, fingers, like he's lifting the grate and it just completely falls out of his hands for some reason. <laughs> and you catch it all, Rory, and you just kind of like lift the whole grate up and toss it in the snow behind you. Nice. You all look down into the, into the sewer. About 10 feet below, a pair of eyes are looking up to you. She has short, dark hair and is wearing the uh, Elgrahim Shaman uh, cloaks. It is Siggy. Yeah. Oh, yes. She motions for you all to, to jump down I to join in. her. I hop in immediately. I jump in. As do I. I make sure that I'm last as I climb into the grate. Gotcha. Siggy, once you guys get down, she takes Telnius's hand and puts it onto her forehead. She communicates to you, stay with me. We will go quickly and be quiet. Tell your friends. Hey, let's stick with her and be super quiet. So you guys make your way through this. Side note, um, is, is that her thing? Like, is that her spell? Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm just curious. That's how she communicates, because she can't verbally communicate anymore. Okay. Because I didn't Her know. Because I gone. thought... Um, it was me who did it, but she yeah. actually, over the past six months, learned how to do that. Oh. As you all make your way through the sewers of Avondal, you are following Siggy quickly. Commander Leon uh, brings up the rear with Kaloon. It is uh, almost imperceptible left, then right, right, and then another left. As you guys you make your way to finally seeing light all of you with uh dark vision you were easily able to step through all these step through all these but uh those of you without it felt a little odd like trying to use your hearing senses more you guys get to this part where light is shining down from another grate uh siggy motions to whomever is closest it'll actually be um ias um she motions to you to she points up to lift her up Okay, I uh, I bend down and I put my I lock my fingers together and I get her to step on my hands. Cool. She's kind of using the walls of these sewers to uh, guide herself up as you slowly lift her. So no strength check or anything, just because she's making her way up. And then she gets to the top and lifts the sewage just a small bit. She peers through. And you guys are able to distinguish um, that. They're talking in a in a kind of slur. You can't maybe count how many there are, but you can tell there's a group larger than two, and they're kind of talking with a bit of a slur. Um, and uh, Siggy comes back down silently, um, putting the grate back in its position. And as you, uh, she just looks down to the rest of the group, and she lifts up six fingers, and. Um, as you bring her all the way down, she puts your um, 
Ayas's hand to her forehead and speaks to you now and says, there are six soldiers in there. They are in a state where it will be easy for us to take them. It's about six of them. They're drunk. And oh, this will be cake. <laughs> um, so you guys can go up in whatever order that you want. With who, uh, Leon kind of positions himself at the bottom of the grate and says, All right, who's going up first? I just step onto him and start climbing. Perfect. I'll, I'll go next. All right, so Ayas first. Give me a stealth check once you get up there. Okay. And then Kaloon is next. Who's going after Kaloon? I'll go. Uh, Rory is lifted up as well. And oh. Telnius will bring up the rear. What, what was everyone's stealth check? 15. 13. 13. 15. None of these guys find you. It, you're great as it's lifting up. Um, uh, Ayas, you're able to silently set it to the side. Ayas, you come up. There's a uh, collection of barrels and crates that you're able to hide behind. And uh, you look out to this room. You recognize this room, actually. It is the basement of the Ox Mounters pub <gasps> and inn. There's a fighting ring that all of these six soldiers are standing next to, and they're all clanking uh, their horns together and drinking. And I just uh, kind of think to myself, well, this explains a lot. <laughs> um, so you guys are able now to um, come up with a plan to take them out. Okay. Uh, Roy kind of has a tear in his eye just a little bit as he sees the fighting ring. Aww. But then I'm like, there's wait, there's five of us who can fight, right? Yeah, and there's six of them, and they're drunk. I mean, so I, long as they don't get out and, and raise the alarm, we, I think we can absolutely handle these guys. Yeah, so Rory, if you take four, we, we can all take the last one. <laughs> what if we buy him a drink? Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> I say we all just sneak up behind five of them, take them out, and then grab the last one and make him give us all the dirt on this place. Deal. That works. Yeah, right. so, so yeah, save one. I'm going to make sure I'm going to go for the door. Um, that's my first thing to make sure nobody gets out, and I'll do something to stop the door from being opened. I'll sneak up to the one on the left. I'll go for the right. I'll go for a different one. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Kalun, you start us off. All right. Give me your roll. How are you attacking the first one? So uh, the first one, I'm going in with my uh, with Gylek, but mm-hmm. I'm hitting him with like the pole yeah. part of the blade like on, a like non-lethal the head. are yeah, these clearly our adversary though like there's no way this is just like people hanging out no yeah they're uh i'm sorry these six soldiers are clearly adorned with the um they are in the garments of the stag's order whom has now decided to be your enemy you want to take these guys out as quickly as possible okay uh 16 perfect that hits that would be six points of damage. This is insane. So, oh Col- no, I'm sorry. Uh, nine, nine points of damage. These guys are not seasoned fighters. Obviously, there's a war going on above. These guys are obviously hiding out because <laughs> they do not want to be a part of this battle. You're Kaloon. You're able to sneak up behind this one, um, just kind of using the posts of the cellar and the barrels. At the last moment, you jump out, and as he, this soldier, turns around, the hell, you're able to just crack him straight in the forehead with the bar of Gylock, and he falls down unconscious. We're going to quickly go to Rory. Okay, um, I'm sneaking up behind him, stealthy like, and I'm going to try to um 
my idea is to swing at his kneecaps, nice. bust those, and then like choke him out. Like I don't want to kill the guy, but I want to <laughs> sure. make him pass out. Yeah, of course. Uh, roll to hit. And you're going to take advantage because it's stealth. Oh, that's good. Nope, same thing both times. Um, that's going to be a nine. Um, so you actually, so Kalun starting this battle, all of them are now frantically looking around. The last one sees you and leaps over your hammer as you swing for its his kneecaps. And they you can just see pure panic uh, as they drop their horns and start grabbing for their weapons. Telnius? Uh, can I see which one um, looks the biggest, maybe like, recognize any any like uh um what's the word weaknesses no like they're they're all privates okay you know what i mean um like Like lowest rank okay i'm just gonna not making a weird joke uh the closest one (laughs) all the privates are privates (laughs) they were all comparing (laughs) (laughs) um i the closest one to me i'm i I move to the door they're only exit so it's a stairway up Mm -hmm. to the door so you go to the front of the stairway Oh, Does that yeah. make sense? Because so, the bottom of the stairs lead are down okay. to the cellar. At the top of the stairs is the door. So I go to the doorway or the the like threshold that leads through the stairs, and then Perfect. Um, stand there and cast magic missile at uh, the closest one to the stairs. Perfect. Roll your damage. It's five four five. Okay, so the five four. He, then, like then, the one with his back to you goes out because you just kind of like shuffle into place, cast two of the magic missiles, and that last one you can direct at another one. Uh, do it to the one that, that uh, was fucking with, with my buddy. That takes him off of his feet and he falls uh, prone <clears throat> in front of Rory. Ayas, we're going to go to you. Um, I go for my one on the right and with a 15. And I just go at him with my quarter staff, and I spin it above my head, and I clock him in the side of the face. Perfect. And uh, with eight damage. And you t- oh, sorry. And yeah. then after that, I attack again the next one closest. Oh, to perfect. Me. Yeah, because eight points is enough to take out this first guy, and uh-huh. then you look to the second. And then I look to the second. Is it still stealth? Um, yes, yeah, because you're surprising okay. them. This is like a full surprise round. Yeah. Okay. 12. That's exactly their AC. Perfect. And then with this one, it's just three damage. Okay. So there's still three standing. Um, We'll go back to, or we'll take their turns. Uh, So the one on the ground literally just kind of like backpedals away from you, like trying to kick at you. You easily bat away his foot. Another one goes to attack Kalun with his sword, and you just bring Gaylock uh, uh, up and block that sword move. The last one, though, goes to punch Ayas, and he just clocks you in the side of the face, and you take three points of damage. Mm. So it's more like his head just didn't move. Yeah. <laughs> it's like his knuckles are like, ow, ow. <laughs> They're more mystified as to, like, what you guys even are. <laughs> and we'll go back to Colleen. All right, boys. It's time to end this. And uh, I guess I'll just attack in the same way. So that would be a 19. Perfect. That hits. Four. Okay, so um, you bring his sword away from you and then clock him in the nose his nose cracks and begins to bleed (laughs) shut your mouth we're trying to be quiet (laughs) rory we'll go to you (laughs) okay so i look at the one that fell on the ground in front of me and i'm like 
Now this time I'm not going to forget that I have two attacks. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm going to try, go I'm gonna try and intimidate him when I say that, too. Yeah, go for it. <laughs> uh, and I intimidate him with uh, 12. Just rolled a three. Um, he's He just is like... Please no, no! I don't want to. I don't want to fight. Obviously, uh, that's why I'm down here. Oh, uh, okay, so rather than swinging at his head, I'm going to swing at his other kneecap this time. Oh, perfect! Ka! <clears throat> and I swing down, <laughs> and that time, uh, sixteen. That definitely hits. And I do four points of damage. Okay, yeah, that's enough to like break his kneecap, and he's like, I surrender! I surrender! Okay, then I take a step to another one if there's one close enough. Yeah, there is. And I swing the at The one that. that just punched Ias. I swing at the one that punched Ias, but I swing at his head because he just punched my boy. Perfect. Um, 17. That hits. 10 points of damage. Yeah, that's enough to knock him the fuck out. So yeah, just like, so right after he punches you, Ias, he just like, oh! Uh, like looks at his fist and then he looks over and sees this halfling coming at him and just knocked in the side of the skull and he falls over (laughs) unconscious. Yes. The two remaining ones kind of lift up their hands. Like, no, what? Like the one on the ground, especially is like, okay, what do you want from us? We surrender, please no more. And Leon comes out of the shadows and he says, well, gentlemen, we're going to need your armor for a wee bit, if you don't mind yes. giving it up. So you guys begin to um, dress in the armor of the Stag's Order soldiers. Oh my <laughs> gosh, this is just like my favorite childhood story, the Wizard of Blas. <laughs> <laughs> we dress up in the armor. And, and <laughs> they're going to look at me and they're going to be like, you're pretty short for a Stag's Order soldier, aren't you? I mean, like from yeah. Star Wars. Exactly. <laughs> Pretty short for a stormtrooper. Well, okay, lady, I was going to save you, but fuck it. <laughs> I'm leaving. So, uh, Siggy comes over to the last remaining two and just kind of wavers her hands over them and they just fall into a sleep spell. So, you have. Oh, knocked- why did you do that? Five minutes ago, <laughs> she, you guys didn't help her up. <laughs> she puts your she puts Roy's hand to her forehead. You didn't help me up. I just I had to scramble all the way up. It was hard. It was difficult. She said, "Roy, you're such a good fighter, and you did a really good job, and you're really cool." Mm, and she just gives a thumbs up. <laughs> you say that to us. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you guys start getting the armor of the Stag's Order soldiers on. When you hear the door begin to creak open, Telnius, you're close at the top of the stairs. Yeah. You're closest to the door, so you rush to it. You hear the door open and close as someone <laughs> steps down the stairwell. She makes her way closer and closer. Oh, <laughs> what? Oh, Stone, Cold. Oh my God. Stone Cold Jane Austen not only survived the shipwreck oh, and the sea man. serpent, but oh, she is now God. ready for battle. What's up, bitches? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Fuck yes, that is so awesome. Oh man, um, cool. So, Rowdy boys, you have just almost finished putting on all of this armor. When down the stairs comes Stone Cold Jane Austen. She is wearing the Stag's Order uh, armor, and on top of it is yet another. <laughs> Yet another championship belt uh, from, you know, a decade before the fight between Rory and Stone Cold Jane Austen. Stone, 
what are you doing here? And I walk over, clink, 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 clink in my new armor. Rory, calm down. We have to be, we have to stay quiet. But do you see who's here? Stone. I know. Yeah, it's good to see you again, Stone. What did you do to my friends? We're your friends. <laughs> I, I can have a variety of friends. But wait, oh, I'm more concerned about how did you survive the shipwreck? Um, you know, it's all kind of a blur. After I went under the waves, I woke up on the beach and foraged through the woods for a few weeks until I found my way here. I didn't see you guys, and so I just joined up with my old regiment. I and scoured I've been here ever since. I scoured that beach and searched for you. How in the world? How did I not see you there? Well, it could have been a different beach. Probably been. a different beach. Yeah. The beach was pretty big. I mean, the last lake is like a really big. Well, it's like a small ocean. Yeah, like imagine an ocean, but like without salt. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's cool. I've made that mistake before, too. <laughs> anyway, um, they're just sleeping. Yeah, yeah, yeah. we didn't harm them oh. too bad. They, I don't they were drunk. I don't think oh. there's a non-lethal version of Magic Missile. I'm, I'm pretty sure that that guy's dead, actually. What? I'm sorry. What? I didn't know. We didn't talk about this. <laughs> Wait. Listen, I have so many questions, but the biggest one is, I mean, we, we're in the middle of something here, and I mean... We got we to gotta keep going. We, we have a mission. Right. Look, we're wearing the Stag's Order uniform. Well, hold yeah. on. Actually, you're, you're a part of the Stag's Order, correct? I, are, you, are you asking if you have to kill me, too? <laughs> no, no. We're no, not going to kill you. No, I don't know if that's what you were asking kill. or not. No, Commander Leon sheathes his sword. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. Not no, we're not going to kill anyone Why else. Why would we? <laughs> but uh, but we, do, we do have a mission, and we... Do have very little time, um, Jane Austen. Um, this is Commander Leon. Do we have that? <laughs> Sorry, <laughs> you're signaling to me that you've changed your name in the past months. What's Sorry, going on, girl? I, I hit my head very hard, and the memory goes. Okay, that is your name, right? <laughs> Listen, Jane Austen. We don't have a lot of time, and I get it. It's tough to like feel like you're a turned cloak and all that kind of stuff, but the Varrican people need your help. Will you join back up with the Rowdy Wait, Boys hey, to help us one last time? What are you talking? Time? Don't, be, don't be crazy. You're, you're basically her boss, remember? You just tell her to do whatever. Yeah, I'm Commander Leo. Wait, not, wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Well, I reach out and I grab Stone's hand. I'm like, listen, <gasps> this is a lot, of, a lot of character development to cram into a very short amount of time, but you got to trust me. The people we used to work for, the Stag's Order, the Vipers, who gives a flying hoot? I do. Oh, sorry. Keep going. Wait, I thought you were... I mean, I'm with you guys, but you know, I still care. Well, that's it. an issue we're going to deal with later. You got to trust me. They don't have the best interests of the people at heart. And I know it's a lot to ask for you to betray everything you know so quickly, but come with us. Fight with us. I believe you can make a difference. If I... If I come with you guys, are you saying that I can go back to crushing skulls with my own bare hands? Yes. Why would you want to do anything other than that? Absolutely. Oh, that's all you had to say. <laughs> as, you go to, as you go to shake Rory's hand, the small tuft of hair that Rory cut off to remember you by 
falls onto the ground before you both. <laughs> I'm I'm very embarrassed. <laughs> I'm embarrassed for you, man. I think we're all embarrassed. Uh, anyway, what's the next mission? What do we do it? <laughs> all right, you all gather around, guys. We don't have a lot of time. What we're gonna do? Jane, you're gonna help us with this, right? Yes. All right, perfect. We're gonna head for the main warehouse of the Stag's Order soldiers. In there lies more of these barrels of gunpowder, all right? We're gonna grab two wagons worth and take them one to the north gate, one to the south gate. We're gonna pretend like we're reloading some catapults. That's not the case. We're gonna blow these fucking gates wide open and bring in the Varrican forces. Aye. I'm in. Let's do it. Yeah, I thought that was the plan all along. Did we not all know that? I was just making sure Jane Austen oh, yeah. heard all yeah, of that. that yeah, Brad, yeah, that was great. I, I throw saw up you some, uh, I don't know what these are, but. Rat horns. Rat horns. Yeah, those are rat horns. A hand sign that implies yes. And it implies a certain rock on. Yes. Rat on. Telnius. Yeah, I'm in. Absolutely. All right. Rowdy boys. Let's do this. Hi, let's go. You guys make your way up the stairs and back into the main top part of the Oxmonters Inn. When you guys get to the top of the stairs and go through the doors, you realize the noise and cacophony of battle is about you. You hear explosions in the distance and you hear shouts. There are soldiers rushing to and fro between all the alleyways. You guys are in the main hall of the Oxmonters Inn. Commander Leon comes up to the door, the front door. They've completely closed down the place, so there's no one even at the at the bar to tend it. Um, the Leon comes to the front door and peeks out. He says, all right, boys, we don't even have to stealth. Let's just make our way to the warehouse. If we rush fast enough, I don't think anyone will pick up on us. Let's do it. Go. All right. You start rushing through the alleyways making your way deeper into the city. The Axmonters Inn was the perfect position to, to leave from. You are nearly at the center of town. You make your way um, southward towards this warehouse. Commander Leon looks around the corner and back to you uh, five following. Siggy remained back at the Axmonters Inn. Um, he says, all right, warehouse is just up ahead. I see two soldiers. Uh, anyone want to try and uh, charm our way in there? Yeah, I bet I can do it. Uh, yeah, maybe I can do it. Anyone maybe, other than Rory? Maybe let me or I I, I know or, from uh, just general self-knowledge that I cannot, so I will stay back. Cool. <laughs> All right, so Kowloon and Ayas, you want to try and uh, Absolutely. get our yes, way sure. into there? All right, go ahead. Go ahead, Ayas. Uh, let's go. All right, yeah, let's do it. Right. Start walking over there. So yeah, we we hold hands and skip towards the. Uh, the <laughs> oh boys, how are you today? Hello thou. What? Why aren't you at the front gates? All soldiers are to be at the front gates. We're here to pick up some more barrels for the catapults. Oh, just the two of you? Well, we've got a team coming with us, but we're gonna get started. All right. Um, and we've been ordered to do this quickly, so go maybe ahead and stand aside. Go ahead and roll persuasion, because they're not recognizing you as soldiers from this city. Can we hear them? Yeah, you're only like 20 uh, feet away. 18 for me. 11. 
he kind of glances at you, kind of gives a wondering glare, looks back to Kowloon, gives a more trusting nod. All right, get your team in here. Quickly, quickly now. All, All right. right, open the doors. Stand All right, so I signal they, to the rest of us. They Come unlock on. the warehouse, and the rest of the four of you begin piling into this uh, warehouse. When you get inside, uh, you see it's like a general armory. There are shields and swords and all this sorts of things. Um, in the back left corner, there is a pile of these uh, kegs of gunpowder. Okay. Awesome. Is, there, is there like a... Um like a trolley wagon or something, something with wheels. Give me a perception check. Seven. <laughs> you don't see any within there. Everyone else, give me a perception check. Eighteen. You're actually the one who sees this. There are two larger doors shut and locked from the inside. As long as you kind of crank that bar and unlock it, you see outside the back of this warehouse two wagons that you can begin to load. Guys, right back here. Let's start loading one of these wagons. We can use this. Absolutely. I go over there and I grab one and I start pulling it over to the barrels. Nice. So you guys get these doors open and you bring in the wagons. You begin loading. Um, there's about eight barrels, so four a piece. Um, and Commander Leon says, all right, this is looking good. Who's going to take the north gate? The six of us, so three on one. I'll, I'll go north. I'll go north. One which, more. Which side was Raina on? Raina? Yeah. Uh, she was captured. You don't know on, where she was. On which gate? The north gate. The they, north gate. Everything, okay. all that chaos happened at the north gate. Did you say you need another? I'll go. All right. So Rory, Rory, Telnius, and Ayas on the north gate. That leaves Kowloon, me, and Stone Cold on the south gate. Yeah, hopefully you guys don't get right. separated and never see each other again, huh? <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, that's not going to happen, right? No, no probably it'll never not. happen. No. A wa ba ba Commander Leon thinks for a second. Yeah, if we separate, though, we don't know when to signal. He takes one of the barrels off the south gate one, and he leaves it inside the warehouse. Uh, he looks to the left... And he sees a pile of wick, and he says, all right, what I'm going to do is I'm going to set a wick long enough so that we can make it to the north and south gates. And so he sets the keg up, and he sets a longer wick, and this one will give you guys enough time to get to the north and south gates. Uh, Commander Leon takes out a tinder stick and lights it, lights the wick, and the wick begins to burn. Let's move. You kind of just join and meld into the soldiers rushing to and fro. Rory, Telnius, and Ayas, you guys are carrying those barrels north. You see one of the catapults to the left. And you kind of start making your way there. A few of the guards begin to kind of give you questioning glares. They're specifically looking at Ayas and Rory because, Rory, you don't look tall enough <laughs> to be one of the soldiers. <laughs> and Ayas, you're literally a half-elf. And so... They're kind of suspicious and begin walking forward uh, uh, toward you guys. New, recru new recruits, hurry up. You better get up there now. And I start yelling at them in front of them. Sorry, sir. Yeah, right. A de deception. A derp session. <laughs> That's what it's an eight. Ooh. Yep, you were accurate. <laughs> can, Tony, can you cast like fireball in their thing and blow it up? 
just as you whisper, <laughs> just as you whisper that, the two soldiers that were approaching your wagon, they both go, "Hmm, new recruits, you say? All right, you better load that catapult now." Aye, sir. All right, let's go. Come on. And um, I can't it worked. <laughs> no, no. I lit- we don't want to load the catapult. So you guys literally, like, I literally rolled a five and then a one. Yeah, so they, <laughs> Perfect. come on, so, come yeah, on. they believe you. And so we run past them. We're going to the, the, the forward catapults all the way by the gate. Okay. We just run. We run. We take off. Before they could even, yeah, <laughs> yeah, we'll cut there and we'll go to the southern ones. Leon, Stone Cold, and Carl Oon, you guys are making your way to the southern gates. Go ahead right. and give me deception, or uh, uh, charisma checks. Do I have to since I am a soldier? Oh, no, you don't. So uh, it's just charisma? It's Mm -hmm. not deception or anything? That's right. Okay, that would be a seven. Some of the soldiers do spot you guys, and before you can make your way from the market square down south back toward the gate, it looks like three of the soldiers actually are approaching and um, stopping you guys. And one of them steps in front of the wagon and says, Um... The, the catapults aren't this way. They're all on the northern side. What are you doing here? Stand aside. You didn't hear that they were moving some to the south side? We have... The Varricans are flanking us as we speak. Flanking? What are you talking about? Go ahead and roll deception. Actually, that's the truth. That is the truth. <laughs> you don't have to roll deception. <laughs> that is the actually persuasion? the truth. And well, he oh, gave well, it's it deception away. about the catapults, <laughs> yeah, so definitely... So, 18. Perfect. He rolled a 6. Oh my god, the flank, there's more of them? Yes, stand aside now! Oh, Thessla be praised. Stand aside, men, stand aside! And they clear that street, and you guys rush that barrel to the southern end. Um, Tell them to send up the alarm, right? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that would be real perfect. So, Kowloon... Jane Austen, Commander Leon, Commander Leon, like, pats your shoulder as you guys are making your way south. That was real good, Colleen. I've had practice, thanks. Nice. And you guys make it to that southern gate. Do you guys, uh, Colleen, do you want to do the honors? I believe, uh, Jane Austen could if she wanted to. I know this is a tough decision. You just now decided to go against your own army. You want to blow up a fucking gate? Hell yeah, I do. (laughs) Perfect. So, Jane Austen... Wick goes into the barrel, and you light a tinder stick, and you're ready, looking to the middle of the town. We pull back to the north gate. All right, you guys make it. It's like 50 feet or so, but there's a pretty straight shot from the market square. You can see the front gates, and you can hear the knocks against it from behind as some of the Varrican are close to it. I keep barreling forward. Nice. Yeah, as quick as we can. Yeah. Perfect. You guys make it there unhindered. You're now at the front gates with a few of the catapults. Who's going to draw the wick? I'll do it. All right. Rory's got it. So we got Rory on the northern end, and we've got Jane Austen on the southern (laughs) end. And you both have this tinder stick lit. It's in your hands ready. Can we see each other? Are we like waving at each other? No, No, you're (laughs) drawing our names in the air with it. (laughs) Like a sparkler. Yeah, I know. I just made a noise like a sparkler. You guys wait. 30 seconds goes by an explosion happens within the midst of the city as you see shards of the warehouse they're in the city they're in the city some of the soldiers are crying out i light the barrel i also light the barrel it is mere seconds it is not even 30 seconds it is like five seconds you guys rush away everyone give me (laughs) distect 
<laughs> Dexterity checks. Um, Men are... Can I have advantage? Because I would have oh, like, pulled away. I got a five. <laughs> nice. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> Wait, did you get a nat one? Yeah. Oh, oh no. no. What is it, Dexterity? Yeah. Whoa. Oh. I got a nat 20 and you got a nat one. 21. Uh, wow. 11. The closest ones to the barrels. And what'd you get? Tell it's me. 11. 11? Okay. Stone cold. As you light the wick and go to turn away, you realize some, you, you, <laughs> your wrestling belt, as you lean forward to light the wick, gets caught on a piece of the oh, wagon. No. <laughs> Commander Leon rushed back sees you at the last second rushes back in grabs you jumps leaps to the side as cuckoo cuckoo these two explosions one at the north end of the city one at the south end of the city happens commander leon rolled a nat 20 as well (laughs) oh that's awesome and you guys dive out of the way of the explosion. The north and south gates are destroyed. Barrican soldiers and shield maidens start making their way, piling into the city. The Stag's Order soldiers are caught completely off guard. They have no idea where they're being attacked from, and you guys kind of just join the fray. Uga and Uba come in and start wrecking people. Finn, Jarl Erika all spill into the camps. Horns are blowing from the castle keep. You realize... Sorry, did you say Uga and Uba? Uga. Okay. Uga. No, you Uga definitely is, said Uga and Booga. Uga and Booga. Uga and Booga. It makes sense because Uga means fear, so... It works. Wait, okay. but you said Uga. You said Uga. You didn't say Uga. All right, let's reckon. <laughs> or let's go back. Uger and Uba make their way into the camp. Just Derek- let this be like a cute little like, oh, Aww, I got it wrong. Uga Booga. Uga They're very scary. Uga Booga. Horn blows are coming from near the castle keep. You realize that this is Queen Reyna's horn. She has somehow gotten a hold of her war horn and blown it three times. Let's go. And I make for it. I just go right after it. Yeah, I'm right there beside you. Commander Leon starts bringing you guys to where the war horn was being blown. So you guys are making your way through the chaos. You also see a winged elk enters the battle, flying up over the walls. Fru Ilana, this 19-year-old Varrican soldier, she has large red hair and the right side of her scalp is shaved and there is a large bloodstone in the side of her head. She is firing arrows down from the Periton, which is the creature that she is riding upon. A white owl is also close behind her. The owl transforms quickly into a fae and begins taking out soldiers left and right, her hands becoming roots and destroying some of the soldiers. It is a massacre. Yes! The city is quickly falling. The Roddy boys make it to where the horn blows were coming from. It is just at the gates of the castle keep. The gate has been opened, and you all see Lord Protector Alistair holding Queen Reyna at sword point in front of him. He is surrounded by four guards, two on each side, and he looks out to you all. So, you think you can just come here and take over this city? 
No, it will not be this way. I will end your queen. Call off this attack. Alistair, listen to me. He makes straight eye contact with you, Colin. You know how this is going to end. If you want to live, do the right thing for once in your life. Roll an intimidation check. 14. He kind of looks up. He looks to his soldiers beside him. He sees you all. This was always lost from the beginning. What we're doing here, Reyna, how I... And he releases Reyna and he steps back. His sword, he drops. He looks to Reyna. He looks to you all. The city is taken. Do no more bloodshed. Did, did you hear that, Reyna? Call him off. Reyna stands to her full height. She looks back to Alistair. Your time and your people's time here has come to an end. You have made the wise decision. She looks back to the six of you. She nods. You have all retaken Avondal for the Varrican fleet. Yes. Welcome back, friends. As you can tell, season two has already started off with a bang. And no, this is not the end of episode one. We're glad you're here, and we just have a few things we need to mention before returning to the story. First off, if you haven't already, please rate and review us on iTunes, as this helps us out tremendously. Here are all the wonderful folks who have reviewed us since our season one finale. Thank you to Miko Rico 25 our local friends, The Quest Company, Super Nerd K, FG Emerson of Stabby Quest, Srog, our friend Big Old Joe of Riff and Rabble, Gorham Wolf, D&D, I suppose, and last, Duel. Y'all have said such heartwarming things, and we have nothing but gratitude for you. If you review us, you'll hear your name shouted out on the next episode. Also, we are a completely independent podcast, and if you'd like to support us and hear more of the things we're working on, you can become a supporter at patreon.com slash chasmquest. Our amazing patrons are Spencer, Sarah, Ray, Matthew, Marlin, L. Ann, Dorian, Thou Hot Dog Down a Hallway, that's all one word, and our official rowdy boys, Irene and Kurt. Oh, and Commander Leon wants to say something. <clears throat> hey, Irene and uh, Kurt, I really want to thank you for all your coin. Uh, and your bravery. I feel a lot safer knowing you've got my back. All right. Thanks, Commander Leon. Lastly, if you want to learn more about the world of Chasm Quest, check out ChasmQuest.com and follow us on Twitter and Instagram at ChasmQuest. 
Now for a promo from our friends at Four Orbs, and remember, after the promo, you'll hear the rest of episode one. Enjoy. Hey listeners, my name is Dave Cole, and I'm the Dungeon Master and host of a Dungeons & Dragons podcast called... Stop! Wait, Dave, say no more. They'll be enchanted by one of my songs, and then they'll be hooked. No, they want to hear about how we slay great beasts. No, they want to hear about magic and sorcery and spellcasting. They will listen for the story, the rich history, the lore, or we can just roll the dice and let fate decide. You're right. If you haven't listened to The Four Orbs yet, find us at www.fourorbs.org or whatever podcast app you use. After the battle, you all, the rowdy boys, begin to kind of pick up the pieces. They are taking prisoners of the Stag's Order into different locations. All six of you, including Jane Austen, reconvene back at the Oxmounters Inn to drink in celebration of this time. I turn to Rory and I whisper, you guys, you guys told me I could fight something. If I don't get to fight soon, I'm going to have to fight you. Well, I'm okay with right that. Here. Yeah, and there's a r- arena in the basement. Are you guys having <laughs> a fun rematch? <laughs> oh, this is exciting. I'm going to buy the men that we knocked out a drink apiece. <laughs> nice. Perfect. <laughs> Unless one's actually dead. <laughs> no, he was, I think it was just the exact amount to bring him down to zero. Oh, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah. Good. Yeah. So you guys buy some drinks. Do you guys want to have a wrestling match? Do a little uh, strength contention? Yeah, here's the thing. Only this time, uh, we both get to use the thing we're best at. No, 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 no. No, 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 no. How about about he uses uh, his hammer, but no shield? No. He should get his shield. Listen, that's not wrestling. That's... Like a gladiator okay, let's fight. Okay, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. Okay, right. well, I'm if in. That's the case. I'm putting I'm my in. money on. Um. All right, but do we need to like have like three, like a couple rounds first? Sure. <laughs> all right. Instead of just straight up like fights, we're gonna do three strength checks against each I'm other. I'm wrestling. Okay. Okay. I got a one, a nine, and a one. Oh, 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 no. <laughs> so but, you guys. But in my defense. Based on what I said 30 seconds ago, I'm pretty sloshed right now. So I'm doing my fury of blows, but I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) she just keeps punching in the the air. air, Like, where yet? Yeah, she uses her fury of blows with dexterity. Oh. Oh, I was looking at strength. Yeah, well, Well, even so, her rolls rolls were one, nine, and one. Yeah. Yeah, Uh, Rory, give me strength checks. Uh, 12, 23, and one. Whoa! So, oh, um, so, the, so the first round, <laughs> the uh, last one is just like a really shitty like <laughs> I come up and like could just move both of their ears. We hands. both like I'm punch like, right in here, fist together. Take this, <laughs> <laughs> take this chump change, <laughs> just like smack the knee. I love it. <laughs> yeah. So the first two battles are are a little bit more like Rory. You easily take the first uh, round. Second round starts. It's a little bit more of a uh, contest. But Rory, you take the second one, and just for old shits and giggles, you guys take a third round. But we do it blindfolded yeah! and like arms tied behind <laughs> our back. So to fight with our with our chins. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, so majestic. <laughs> So you guys are kind of celebrating. It's uh, it's like a bittersweet kind of thing as uh, suddenly you hear footsteps coming down the stairs of the tavern. 
one at a time. You haven't heard anyone coming from the upstairs at all. Uh, and when you look to the stairwell, you hear a voice that's uh, like, there's kind of a slow clap afterwards and you all look up and you just hear, that was a great fight, Rory. And you look up and Gerald is standing what? there. Fully in the Viper uniform, his gray beard and balding head. Everyone give me wisdom saves. Yeah. I like nat 20. Do I also? Go ahead. Okay. 16. 11 uh, for me. A nat 1, which is fair. I don't know who this guy is. You're just like, Gerald? No, you should know. Who he is. Yeah, he's the owner of this establishment. Yeah. I, I well, you never up, met him, maybe. Yeah. I pull up a fireball in my hand and, like, ready to throw it. Just yeah. like. I got an 18. I got my sword on yeah. Perfect. I have look. no idea what's going on, but this whole day has not been anything <laughs> that I was expecting, so I'm just going for it. I love it. Um, Gerald, uh, tell me, you're actually the first one to spot this. Um, you notice kind of at the back of Gerald's head, it almost looks like a mullet. Like there's long white hair as you begin to see through the illusion that this is. And Gerald starts just laughing his ass off. And you guys hear, uh, instead of like the Sutlander accent coming through, you hear a more higher Westwick. You guys are so easy. As the disguise fades away, there is Master Talon wearing the breastplate of the Vipers order. Master, <laughs> Master Talon, you, you nearly lost your life just now. I hope you know. Um, uh, I know. <laughs> what I have seen through that. What? What I have seen through that. What was your role? I had an 18 and I've got magic sight. Oh, I guess you just saw Master Talon coming down the stairs <laughs> that whole time. That ruined the whole scene. <laughs> okay. Not really. I mean, like, you, you, you put your... You're like kind of confused as to what's going on. Talon just says, um, listen, boys, I just was having a bit of fun. Um, seems as if I've come across a few things. I think we uh, might have a plan in store for you all. Uh, mind to hear what we've uh, come across? I'd like to hear why other people think it's so important to make plans for us all the time. Well, I definitely want your insight on this. Uh, absolutely. But uh, uh, as the battle is kind of wind down, uh, I did find my way up into Gerald's offices and to search out a few things. Uh, Telnius, I took the liberty of borrowing this, the, um, the breastplate of the Viper's Order. Oh, yeah, my, uh, my puke bucket, right? <laughs> you did what? Yeah, yeah I, I'm pretty sure. I, in fact, you can see right there, there's my, a little bit of oh, my little chunks of he corn. Looks, yep. He like, looks down uh, at his shirt like, oh, my God, this has been... Does it still smell? Oh, yeah, oh, it still smells. Oh, man. This is disgusting. Maybe you should disguise yourself again. <laughs> Make it look like you don't have puke all over your shirt. <laughs> he quickly casts it again. His shirt looks clean. Um, so he sits down and he, um, uh, he says, well, this, after digging through many of these papers, was the first of import. Anyone care to read? Yes, I would love to. And he hands off a small scroll, a message that has uh, been retrieved from the offices of Gerald. 
I read it silently. Uh-huh. <laughs> they all wait patiently. <laughs> all right. To those at the gates of Faurun and any settlement of the nation Alfrahim, grant passage to the party that holds this letter within their possession. Do not search their belongings and do not hinder their entrance. Whom they are and what their mission is is of the sole concern of the Crafters Guild. Thank you for your cooperation. Elven Queen Antiva, Guildmaster of the Crafters Guild of the Pearl Islands, signed with the circle, triangle, and square. Into that it. again? Hmm. Where did you say you got this? In Gerald's office. It must have been a part of uh, what his operation was with these three other demon-like people. The factless four? Five? Four. Six. Four. Six. Four. Right. The idea is that we can use this and a bit of my uh, pizzazz to possibly re-enter Alfrahim. Hey, now. You're a rock star. Get your game on because <laughs> eventually we are making our way to Alfrahim. To bring down Elven King Amrin yes! and the Crafters Guild. Oh, that's great. Only way I'm going on a mission with you is if you let us hold your alcohol. Oh, <coughs> Colleen, I mean, a bit of celebratory wine every now and again is... Uh, Look, I've been with you for six months. There's no way I'm going to let you put our lives at risk because you can't handle your drink. Go ahead and roll in intimidation. 18. Colleen, you're right. Now that the tide has turned, I plan to be a better unit of these people. A massive unit. (laughs) Mayhaps an absolute unit. (laughs) Correct, Telnius. Uh, Good job, everyone, today. That was some stellar work out there. Cheers. And he lifts up a horn of of alcohol and... And, yeah, I gra- I, and I grab it from him. Yeah. And then he takes up like a tankard of water instead. <laughs> I, I'm like, okay, I actually, I have to go outside and let this off into the air. I, I've already cast the spell. I, I don't want to blow this place up. So I'll be right back. And I run outside and cast it up into the air. Perfect. Beautiful. Uh, you guys cheers as one of the Varrican soldiers comes in and says, uh, uh, you all, the new ones. You are all to be summoned to the castle keep to discuss with Lady Reyna the next steps. Thank you. Okay, we'll, we'll go. Perfect. So you guys kind of follow him through the battlefield. You see the destruction laid waste onto Avondal. It Again, it's like you guys are cheersing. You guys are happy about this, but it's a, a bit of a strange thing to be on the other side of this. You guys make your way through the gates of the castle keep and into the main war room that is within the castle. There Queen Reyna is with, of course, Jarl Erika, uh, Fru Ilana, and uh, Berserker Uba. You guys enter, and she says, uh, "Gentlemen, that was uh, that was stellar. Your um, your accomplishments out there. Yeah, it's pretty good. High five, guys. Yeah, yeah. not, oh, not with yeah. that hand, please. Oh, oh god. Oh yeah. Sorry. Ow. Oh, oh gosh. gosh. <laughs> Why did you put the wine opener on there? <laughs> <laughs> Ouch. Um, 
we here in the Castle Keep have come across a few things. As you guys have uh, heard before, Aurora is the main city within the Algorahim Forest. We must retake that land as the Varican forces. Okay, cool. Yeah, interesting. Um, and it's yeah. north, right? That is north of here. We will be passing by Cottondale. A few of the letters between Captain Giselle and uh, the General Tarek, whom was once leader of this settlement, uh, it seems as if Giselle has made peace with the Varricans there at her camp, thus banishing her from any type of order within the Trailenders. Well, that's, that's actually great, right? I mean, because then we can go and hang out with her and be friends. Mm -hmm. Gentlemen, this is very good news indeed. We will be sending most of our forces up there to rejoin with the Varrican men and women that are there. Is a uh, um, Frul? You said Frulana is in this room, mm -hmm. right? Like your father's up there. Last last we were there, she. Uh, Ilana steps forward. Yes, that is correct. I am excited, and I have mixed feelings about seeing him again. But I am glad he is being taken care of. Um. On that note. Uh, Queen Raina speaks again. Telnius, I wish to ask a favor of you. Anything. The now resident uh, mayor is Abbot Galen within Morgil. Ilana, I know this is much to ask of you, but with Alexis, you can quickly travel from village to village. I wish to send you as an ambassador of the Varrican people. I know that those within Morgil are more prone to peace, and they do not have a large uh, settlement of soldiers there. Uh, absolutely. I would, it would be my honor. You and Alana will leave uh, when dawn approaches. Can we all fit on that thing? <laughs> Unfortunately, I must break up what is known as the Rowdy Boys. Telnius, you and Ilana alone will be riding to Morgil to have these uh, peace talks. All right. The rest of you will be bringing our forces north to Cottondale. That sounds good. We hope that by reclaiming Cottondale... We can hopefully get a better vantage point on Aurora and see the damage that is done there. I also have this letter. It was for the crew returning from Thessala's Grace. Would anyone wish to read this one aloud? I turn away and I just walk kind of away from the group. I'll do it. <clears throat> I've been practicing this whole reading thing lately. Oh, good for you, Lori. <clears throat> To the returning crew of Tesla's Grace. My findings within Alfreheim have only strengthened my suspicion of the Crafters Guild. What they are playing at is something far deeper than es 
espionage 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 Queen Raina leans down uh, espionage espionage <laughs> <laughs> oh shit no espionage, espionage. who's gonna lean to Raina I, I, I think it's espionage right and she whispers that into words shut it Raina <laughs> There is something sinister here, and I am on the verge of discovery. I will contact again when I have more information. My next plan of action is to explore the Pearl Islands, the base of operations for the Crafters Guild. I may not return from this journey, but the truth must be known. Our allies, in quotation marks, are seeming more like potential enemies. That is all I can say in case this letter is interrupted. Intercepted. I think it's supposed to say intercepted. But it, I, but Erwin wrote interrupted. I, well, I've, I'm seeing now the C and the R and the E. Yeah, inter, intercepted. Best of luck, and I hope the sun shone gloriously upon the eastern waters, Duke Erwin. Um, uh, Rory, what's that down in your lap there? Oh, did this fall out? To you, Rory, it seems as if a blank piece of page, uh, just a strange piece of paper. I don't know. This is just, there's nothing written on it. It's just a plain sheet of paper. I don't know. And I toss it over my shoulder and towards the fireplace. <laughs> I, as, as it's heading toward the fireplace. I thunder wave it to go faster. <laughs> I just cast fireball. <laughs> on the paper. I, as, as you were walking away toward the fireplace to kind of mind your own business the fire kind of, or the uh the message kind of wavers down and lands near you you see uh, a, a shimmer as if uh, a special type of ink has been used to write this message oh, fucking hell i've been down and pick it up damn it and i just read it do they see it <laughs> it's like what happened um, Ayas, what are you what are you doing with that paper? It's got words on it. No, it did not. No. It was completely blank. No, it's completely blank. Yeah, Rory's been practicing. Well, you're wrong. It has words on it. Maybe I can't read. <sighs> it says, To Ayas, you know the truth now. I am sorry. It had to happen this way. Do not judge my actions until we can meet. Come to Falron capital city of Alfreim. The Jade Hall is where you will find an old friend. I'm shaking with anxiety as I write this. Ayas, if you can believe it, I care deeply for you. And I burn it. 